0: Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little, and we keep track of time, being so serious, idiots. Thinking it will matter keep me company downtown before the clock runs out. Sun is shining, but the rain is welcome too. Friends and I don't need another few Time is not on my mind But then it's you Oh, I love it when the love comes around And then I remember All things must pass I'm back, babes I'm not gonna wake up, wake up I'm not ready, let me have another day Don't wake up, wake up Keep it steady, cause I'm happy I'm not gonna wake up who has missed that song I have missed that song it has been far too long it has been so so long my coaster riders I really have left you hanging up there like you know has anybody ever been to Alton Towers and you go on the ride Oblivion it takes you right up to the top right and it just leaves you looking down that's what I've done I just left you hanging there long and dangly and I'm so bloody sorry about it it's it's really been a hot minute You know, I hate to be that girl who's like, life's been so busy, I've not had a minute, my life's so chaotic, blah, 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 because look, we all live busy lives, right? We all have our own schedule, our own shit going on, so who am I to stand here and be like, I'm busier than you, so blah, 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 it's not a busy competition, right? But I have just been really busy. I have. Life has been utter chaos for, like, the past two months. Um, Good chaos. Like, I mean, really fun things have happened. Huge, like, life moments have happened. It has been a truly wonderful time, but it's been very, 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 very busy and practically impossible to squeeze in podcast episodes. Like, I could do it, but they'd be really half-arsed and just not very thought through and... I don't really like doing that. I'm here to give you my full undivided attention. And I'm back, babes. Would you bloody believe it? Uh, here I am. I'm finally back. Life feels like it's sort of getting me back into routine a little bit. Um, I have a couple more things planned and coming up. But nothing crazy. Like the complete crazy period of life that I was just in has come to an end which I'm pretty glad about to be honest as much as I had a great time I had a seriously fun time amazing memories I'm kind of glad just to take a big (sighs) a big deep breath in and a big deep breath out and just relax for a minute. But that being said, so many exciting things have happened. And I need to fill you in. So, my roller coaster riders, I'm back. I'm better than ever. And it's time for a much-needed catch-up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, the last time I spoke to you was when I got home from Madrid. Oh, my God. It's been a lifetime. So, lots to fill you in on. Um... When I got home from Madrid, I had a couple of days and then it was my big cousin's Hindu who has since been married. That's how long this has been. So it was my big cousin's Hindu. Um It was in a bowling club. And those types of nights are so fun, right? So I haven't ever had like wedding experience up until now. So both my best friend and big cousin have got married since I last spoke to you. More on both the weddings soon. But that was my first experience of properly being at a wedding of someone I'm like close to and being like of age. Like I've been to weddings when I was like younger. I never really understood it. wasn't close to the person. Certainly wasn't in the bridal party. So this has been like a whole new experience. Both of um my big cousin Amy and my best friend Lauren's Hindus. Well, Lauren had an abroad one as well earlier on in the year, but they both had home Hindus, and they were both in bowling clubs. What a hoot, by the way. Like, see if any of yous out there are engaged and you're like, what should I do for my hen Get a bowling club booked. Cheap drink. Easy to decorate. Good vibes. What can go wrong? I'll tell you what can go wrong. You could break a foot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who done that? Me. So, at Amy's um, hen do, she had karaoke. So, Amy, I have since found is like an older version of me no sorry I'm the younger version of her yeah that makes more sense Uh, she is crazy she's a crazy lady Um, so she had karaoke at her Hindu right up my street can I sing no can I perform heck yeah so as you can imagine I hogged the karaoke machine all night long all night all night long (laughs) I hope my new neighbour can't hear me do this. One way to find out, I suppose. Anyway, I was on the karaoke machine one too many times and I reckon this was the universe's way of telling me to shut up like they're like do you know what one song let it off two songs okay she's excited it's her big cousin's Hindu. three songs this is getting painful four songs you've took the piss babe here's a broken bone and that's what happened so I was obviously all singing all dancing performance don't do things by half measures so I was up on a chair using that as like my stage and then when it got to the chorus I jumped down like a rock star and just landed on the foot really wrongly wrongly is that a word anyway when I landed on it I shit you not the pain was like instant and I got like this like sh- whole shiver from my toes up to my face I felt instantly sick like Oh my God, I felt so nauseous. It was so bad. But bear in mind, I was like, probably a good 10 vodkas deep at this point. So, you know, I did manage to plod on with the night. So much so that I then made it back to my big cousin's house who three doors away, her mum and dad live. And I don't remember getting to my big cousin's house. I certainly don't remember going to my auntie and uncle's house. But the next thing I know... Uh, woke up in a room I had never seen in my life, right? It was all white. And there was like a little painting of dogs, I'm sure, on the wall. And I was wearing jammies I'd never worn before. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I just felt this foot. I was like, oh, what is that pain in my foot? Moved the sheets off it. I was like, right, that right foot is looking Anything but normal. So it turns out I actually KO'd. Uh, I don't know if it's to this day, I don't know if I KO'd in Amy's house or in my auntie and uncle's house, but found myself there eventually. Woke up, foot was sore, couldn't walk on it, couldn't put any weight on it. My dad comes and picks me up, and I'm like, Dad, I think that foot's broken. My mum and dad love to call me a drama queen, and I can hold my hands up and admit that that is probably quite a correct term. Okay, I am known to be a drama queen. I love drama in school. I've got, a, I've got an A and higher drama. Okay. So they were saying, mate, Megan, you've just sprained your ankle. Like spraining your ankle is sore. If you've rolled your ankle or whatever, these things hurt. Like you've not broke a bone. You'd know all about it if you broke a bone. They got in my head so much. I fully believed what they were saying. I was like, oh, do you know, I'm a drama queen and I can't handle pain. So I powered on. I was going to events. I wore high heels on two different occasions. I went to London and, again, got really, really drunk for this ad I was doing. I went on another hindu. The next weekend was Lauren's hindu, which I was made of honor at. So that really involved, you know, playing lots of games and, like, trying to get everyone in the party involved. Like, you couldn't just sit back and rest. So I'm worried about in these high heels, giving it all then wake up the next morning and I'm like, this foot is not even. This foot isn't even like an inch better than it was last week. How is that? We all stayed at errands after Lawrence Hindu, and I was like, girls, what would you make of this foot? They were like, making get to any instantly. So one whole week later, one hundred and sixty-eight hours later, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go any. I'm gonna do this. And the reasons I put it off is because one my mum and dad told me I was being a drama queen, and I started to believe that. Obviously, Annie, there's always quite long waiting hours, so I was like, I'm not going all the way to any sitting there for hours for them to turn around and tell me my mum and dad were right. But anyway, I eventually went because there was no sign of healing, and we X-ray later, it was confirmed the foot was broke. My met metatarsus, Tarsper. Metatarsal. The bone that connects all your toes is the one I broke. Apparently it's like a really common injury in football. Can't say Mings was from football. I was like, yeah, Mings was karaoke, but yeah. Um, so the foot was broke and I was then given my first ever moon boot. This is probably quite niche. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but when I was a wee girl I low-key really wanted to break a bone i just thought you'd get a serious street cred in school if you had a broken bone like, imagine going into like p7 with a boot on that is really cool like, i bet everyone in your class would appreciate that or having a cast that people could sign seriously cool vibes um age 25 wearing a boot not quite as cool actually just sheer inconvenience and mortifying actually anywhere I went in this moon boot everyone was staring at it I don't get embarrassed easily but this was really embarrassing and is there ever a good time to break your foot? probably not I don't think the time is ever right for a broken bone but when I broke it it was a particularly bad time to break it so a few days later I was actually going to Ibiza with J.D. J.D. Tomato Tomato Pooh whatever you want to call it. Um, I was actually going to JD. Sorry, going to Taipei with JID. Now, JID actually took me to Ibiza last summer as well. So the fact that they took me again is seriously mind-blown. Like uh, not to tip my own horn, but you know, I didn't I don't see loads of people being asked the same trip to me. So anyway, anyway, they asked me and Molly to go again, which was obviously such an honour and I was really like okay I'm seriously gonna like try so hard when I'm there because in fact they've asked me again like they must quite like me like I had to put in all my efforts here and, and I want to make them so glad that they asked me to come again so when I had to text them and inform them that I had in fact broke my foot and I was in a moon boot considering JD, you know is f- predominantly a footwear store footwear sportswear so I could only wear one shoe one Air Force and then a moon boot I was like I bet I literally bet they won't take me and then I also got thinking like I wonder if there's some sort of like insurance laws that would like prevent me from going so I was an absolute tizzy about this J D trip but I, in actual fact they were completely sound about it they actually found it quite funny the moon boot so anyway off I went this was so crazy like I swear to god this was a once in a lifetime trip like We were driving about in these vintage Mustangs, right? Like, they were so loud. They are like... Like, pure old, loud cars. Like, our drivers... There was two drivers who drove us about the full weekend. They were so nice. Like, just so cool. Like, you know, picture someone who lives in Ibiza, like, in, like, a really cool, like, wee apartment or villa thing and you know they just wear sandals and lots of bracelets and necklaces always got sunglasses on we kind of shirt with a couple of buttons on driving a vintage Mustang these are people we were hanging about with it was crazy and so that last year when I went um to Ibiza which ID we stayed in Ibiza Rocks I mean people love to complain about that place saying like it's tacky and cheap and nasty but it's fun loud and vibey is how i would describe it i had a fantastic time when i be Ox. i'd go back in a heartbeat so i was fully expecting we'd be staying there again Mm-mm-mm. staying in this mental villa it was absolutely stunning i i mean i still can't believe i was there it, it was like a complete whirlwind to be honest but what an amazing time and the JD team are just so nice and they were so accommodating to the moon boot. Oh my god, actually Jai if you go on Jai TikTok, they posted a video of me dancing at Ibiforox. Rocks. We went to a pool party there um, and I was dancing with the moon boot on. It went so viral. You're welcome Jai for the broken foot. So back I got from IBIFA, I had one day spare and in the following day I was off to making us making us that's the chant I made up on the bus going yeah I know it's a lyrical genius so I am <sighs> speaking of the bus going that was dramatic hold on I need <coughs> I need just water <laughs> Orange and pineapple and juice, by the way. Get on it. Anyway, speaking of the bus going to Mekinos, So you can't fly to Mekinos from Glasgow Airport. We flew from Manchester Airport. So we're going with Aquarius, my management, my wonderful management. So we got to the Aquarius office really early in the morning. We got there like, I think it was half seven in the morning set off at eight our flight wasn't until 2 p.m more than enough time to get to Manchester or so you would think so we're on this coach so the first thing is we're on a coach and I obviously coaches can't drive as fast as cars so fair enough right there's you're at a, you're at a disadvantage right away then we start hitting all this traffic long story cut short it turns out a milk lorry had fell over on the motorway and the motorway was covered in milk like a sea of milk and apparently it is not safe conditions to be driving on milk milk is slippy it would appear cars covered in milk so they have to shut off the M6. I don't know much about mo- motorways, but I know the M6 has such large power from experience from that day. If the M6 is shut, shit's hit the fan. It really, really has. So a journey which would normally take three and a half hours if you're driving to Manchester ended up taking us seven. Seven hours. So we get to the airport. Now, you know, I mean, airports, we just, we just don't really go hand in hand. Like, airports have some serious bad juju over me. Like, they see me coming and they're like, fuck shit up for that girl there, right? So, bearing in mind, I am in a minibus here. I have a broken foot trying to get to Mykonos. And the only exception, now, this is useful information, so take notes, right? The only exception, apparently, of them helping you, like say when check-in is closed, right, and you've like basically missed your flight, like it's still a, it's still there, like there's still time to board it, but like you're you're too late, like go away. The only exceptions in these situations is if you are one going to a wedding or two going to a funeral. Don't quote me on that, but that's what Google said, and that's what worked in our favour. So luckily. Kirsten, one of my managers, is engaged. So we were like, we're just going to run with the story that we're going for Kirsten's wedding. It is tomorrow morning, we need to get there now, or, or the game's a bogey. So that's what we went with. So we, we went in. Kirsten was like, it's my wedding, it's my wedding, we need to go on this plane. Bearing in mind, there's like 12 of us, all the Aquarius girls, and like 17 large suitcases. So many suitcases and hand luggage. Like 17 large suitcases, 17 hand luggage. It was Chaos! You've never seen this many bit, bits of luggage in your life, right? So we're all trying scanning through, quick, 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 and it was kind of like every man for themselves, like no one was going to leave anyone behind. But you were just like focusing on getting yourself through as quickly as possible. So I'm running, and I'm like, well, running as best as I can do with a broken foot. I'm hobbling. I'm really like. I'm like, I am not gonna be the reason people miss this, just because I have a broken foot. So I'm I'm just I'm just going for it. So then it gets to the bit security where you put your hand luggage through and there were people shouting like Manchester Airport is mad busy compared to Glasgow and they were like, make sure there's no liquids in your case because if there is it'll have to get passed over for swabbing and there's a 45 minute wait for swabbing so I was like oh my god fuck that good thing I don't ever pack liquids in my case like I never ever do that in my hand luggage sorry I always put it in my big case because who can be bothered taking stuff out and putting it in that wee plastic bag not me so I was like that's fine with confidence put my hand luggage case on the belt through it goes then I'm having to take off this moon boot to get it swabbed if you're ever travelling with a moon boot be prepared for a lot of questioning and a lot of swabbing right anyway get my moon boot back on thanks because the foot's actually broke that's actually not an accessory that's actually supporting a broken bone in my foot thank you very much whose case gets pulled aside Mings. Mings us. So I march up and I'm like there is no liquids in there and I'm never rude to staff, right? People who are rude to staff are the complete ick and I'd never be demanding like I, I would never like think that I should be served before anyone. I, I was just not a miniature, but this was like a life or death situation. Honestly, I felt like it anyway. So I was like, guys, I'm so sorry like to, to butt in front of everyone but my, my flight is literally leaving in seven minutes. Like, please, please, please from the goodwill of your heart just let me go in front. So people were kind of letting me through. And I was like, there's no liquids in there. I was like, I can assure you, I never, ever pack liquids in there. Like, Your machines are wrong. The guy opens it. <gasps> hair gel. I've got hair gel in my hand luggage. Who has two thumbs and is a big idiot? This girl. So I was like, I am so sorry. That is really out of character for me. I I literally just got home from my b 48 hours ago. So my head clearly wasn't in the right space when I was packing. They were not listening. They did not give two shits, right? It was a busy airport. They couldn't care less about me. So then I was like, please, 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 can somebody help me? Please. I was like, I'm going to need to take this up a notch. I'm going to need to play the sympathy votes. I was like, please, can someone help? I was like, I've literally got a broken foot. And the guy's like... Stop shouting at me! Uh, well, I think that was his accent. And I was like, okay, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I was like, please, like, there must be someone who can help. I was like, look, there's there's all um, my, my team going past me. They're all going to make the flight. Please, please, please. And he's like, the only person who could help you right now is him. And he's in a stinker of a mood, so I wouldn't ask. I was like, right. Okay, so I'll just miss the flight. Anyway, by some kind of a miracle got my case swabbed hair gel swabbed safe to travel with it they actually didn't bin it which was really nice of them much appreciated um genuinely that sounded sarcastic but I mean it because normally they just bin things that get swabbed but anyway I got through and we did get on the plane. And Mykonos was fantastic. I had a wonderful time. Wearing them and bit in the heat is hard. I will give, I will, I will say that much. It's it's warm and it's sweaty and it's unpleasant. And I was very jealous of all the other girls wearing two shoes, but hey, that's what you get. That's the price you pay for entertaining the people at karaoke. So when I got home from Mykonos, it was time to Say goodbye. It was the big day, the big time for me to move out. So I'm actually recording. This is my first ever podcast episode I've recorded sitting in my flat. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. It does feel quite different. It really does. I'm now sitting at my wee dining table. Got this whole kind of set up going on. Normally I would be at my wee dressing table mum and dad's house. But anyway, I'm now in my flat. So when I got home from making us, it was time to move out. And the moving, what a pain in the arse. Like... I can't believe I was only moving from well, I was lucky enough to have two bedrooms and mum and dad's. But see, whenever the time comes, I have to move out to this move out of this flat into a house and like take like things like TVs or couches. Oh fuck that so much. It was hard enough just transporting my clothes over, never mind all these large units shit stuff. So the actual moving was annoying. Um not fun at all. But anyway, I did get all my things here with the helping hands of my mum and Neve, Nadine and Erin, they all helped me move. So that was great. Thanks guys. Love yous. And I moved in. The actual day of moving out when I officially like left the house and I was staying myself in the flat was so emotional. Like... I actually you will get to see it somehow that's all I'll say um but it was oh my god it was such an emotional time like I cried all day from start to finish and I was getting I was getting cold feet with the flat I was like have I made the right decision like do I even want to move out like am I ready for this like everything was going through my head I was just an emotional mess like saying bye to my mum and dad and Harry my wee brother and like just leaving a family home like you don't I didn't realize how much that house meant to me like I have been so lucky and I I say it all the time but I have been so lucky to live such a good comfortable life like from the second I was born I've had everything I've ever needed and mum and dad have just been like the most amazing parents so leaving that behind and like just sort of real, like, what was so emotional for me as well is, like, I just realised, like, okay, I'm actually of an age where, like, I'm ready to face life myself, and I was just like, oh my god, like, time moves so fast, like, I can't believe I'm at this stage already, because I remember being a wee girl, and I remember depending on my mum and dad, and it's just so weird, it was just such, like, a, a shock to the system that that's where I'm at in life now, so it was a very emotional day. But I'm in the flat now. I've lived here for let's see how long I've lived here. Like, um, almost a month. I've lived here like three weeks. Was that all? Three, 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 four weeks. I'm not sure. I've almost lived here a month. I've actually settled in so fast. I'm really shocked by it. Like when I first moved in and I was um, myself the first night, I was like, I hate this place. I was like, this is not my home. Like. It just felt so alien, and I was like, I, I don't feel like I'm ever going to get comfy here or I don't know. It just felt really off, but that's because it was new and change is scary and it's, it was something I never used to. I was like a fish out of water, but I actually have settled in so fast. Like I've not even lived here a month yet and I actually can't even, which is quite sad, but I can't even remember or imagine what it would be like to live at mom mum and dad's. It's like it's so weird how you just like, can adapt to something so fast but i love my flat so much like this is home i just love it every every t- corner i turn it just looks like how i've always wanted my flat to look and it just it just feels amazing it really does it's definitely made me grow up a bit like i've realized that when i lived with my mom and dad i turned sweet fuck all i really really did like Me moving out was like me diving in the deep end of the pool. Like I didn't really know how to do a washing properly. I didn't know how to like clean surfaces or cook or put like deal with the heating or just just everything. I just had no knowledge of absolutely anything. So me figuring these things out on my own has been quite the journey. Actually, I got I have sky. Yeah, I'm pretty bougie. Um, to be honest, I just set up the first thing I seen I was walking through Silverburn and I seen a Sky thing and I was like do you know what I'll get Sky because see phoning all these companies guys I used to work at BT it's brutal it's so brutal phoning these companies I'm a face-to-face kind of girl right I'm like the old days I just love dealing face-to-face anyway I've got Sky broadband and Sky TV I only have one TV in my full flat I'm not putting a TV in my bedroom because then I just feel like I'd get I'd get too complacent and just lie in my bedroom all the time, whereas I want to be sitting in the living room. So anyway, I've got one TV and I have some broadband. I'll give you the Wi-Fi password if you're ever around. So get this guy and I'm trying to turn it on. It's just not working. Like the remote is not turning it on. Like my TV is just stuck on like the the normal channels. Like I couldn't access my sky. And I was like, What is going on with this? So they'd already started billing me, whatnot. I had to have engineers and all that to come out and install it. It just all seems very complex and too much for my head to comprehend. But I was like, this obviously isn't working. But it was a very busy stage of my life, so I didn't really have time to, like, phone phone up and deal with it. So I tried for, like, five days in a row, Right got to the fifth day and i was like fuck this you know what i'm phoning and i'm cancelling it and within my cooling off period i'm phoning them and telling them they've conned me i am a 25 year old girl i'm living here alone i have one tv i just want to be able to watch the kardashians and disney plus and netflix and they've sold me the dream and it doesn't work so over comes my cousin amy and manny Joan, and her mum and they were like you're not putting a tv on and i was like well Get a load of this. That sky doesn't work. I was like, as soon as you guys leave, I'm actually phoning up my it, give him a piece of my mind. So Amy's like, right, okay. So she goes up and has a wee look. She's like, I mean, you could probably always just try turning the sky box on. I didn't have the skybox on. The full time, the full five days, you had to turn it on from behind the TV. So it actually turns out my sky works perfectly well and I'm loving it. I've got a Sky Stream, so you don't need like a big box. It's just like this wee mini box that sits behind your TV. It's great. I really recommend it. Quite a decent price too. But yeah, getting to grips with things like the washing machine, how to put down an ironing board. If you've seen the TikTok, it's been it's been a lot of lessons it has. And oh my God, I have really changed my mindset with spending money, which is a really good thing. Like I'm not being frivolous is that the word frivolous spender anymore like i am loving aldi oh my god aldi's the best place ever there's so many dupes in there i got a joe malone doop doop joe malone doop of a candle and a perfume the lime basil mandarin one smells amazing i've got um oh i got heck sausages dupe. i had them this morning I would argue they're even nicer than the chicken sausages, he- I've, I've got so much stuff in there I'm loving Aldi so much but yeah I've really like I'm, I mean I'm just in a position now where I can't have no money in my bank and I can't be wasting money like I have bills to pay I have a mortgage to pay so I'm being much more wise and sensible with my money which I love for me real character development there and it has obviously been stressful like you know, getting used to paying a mortgage, paying council tax, paying bills, paying whatnot. It's been a shock to the system for sure. But I can honestly say this is the most worth it thing I've ever done. Like this flat is my pride and joy. Like I love this place. Like I wake up and I wake my, make my bed in the morning and I'm just like, I love being here so much. Like I just love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm so happy that i saved up for all those years i'm so happy that i took this risk and bought this wee flat myself like i just love it so much honestly i'm so 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 content and so grateful for everything that has been able to make this happen here comes the bride so next up i watched my childhood best friend lauren get married Oh my God, what a day this was. Again, could not stop crying. Emotional mess. It was just magical. Like, Lauren is a real-life princess, and so was my cousin her wedding. They were both just both absolutely stunning. They both had, like, really different dresses and really different looks, which I loved. Like, I loved getting to see two completely different wedding dresses, two completely different days. It was Oh, phenomenal. But I was made of honour for Lauren's wedding. And what an honour it was, guys. It was just so fantastic. I, uh, I actually can't believe how perfect it was. And Lauren and Ross, her husband, they done personal vows. So any wedding I've ever been to before has been a Catholic wedding. So you just talk about Jesus the full time, to be honest, and God. Um, well, she's obviously... Nice, you know, but I think I want to write my own vows. Who knows what my wedding will be like? Eh, do you know what? It's not anytime soon. But I feel like the personal vows was such a nice touch. When Lauren was reading these out, I literally had to stare at the wall. Like I was sat next to the wall and I literally just turned my head away from anything that was going on, and just looked at this wall, because I was one cry away from being like, <laughs> like, it was just so emotional, but it was the most amazing day ever, like watching my childhood best friend, like grow up, and Lauren has a wee boy, and like she's doing so well for her job, and her career, and then getting married, like it's just, oh, just the most wholesome shit ever, and then at nighttime, my mum and dad came, they were evening guests, and my dad was giving me a really hard time about breaking my foot at Amy's Hindu, saying, like, how stupid, like, all this dancing and jumping about, and you broke your foot. Well, who was enjoying a wee dance with his daughter and slid and fell on his arse and pulled his ligaments? My dad did. That's right. So we had to casually there and I was in tears. I was in floods of tears. I was crying my eyes out and everyone was like, it's okay. I was like, he's just getting really old. As if my dad's like this old age pensioner, like, who's like 99 or who's like 100 and got his letter from the royal family. Like, he's absolutely fine. I think his foot, foot is also healed. But anyway, I went from absolutely crying to then I think drinking more. I think someone must have bought me a drink to like cheer me up. And then... All of a sudden, I start being sick. This black stuff, like, I mean, like, it looked like tar. It was very concerning. My darling boyfriend came to the toilet with me, like, went into the disabled toilet. I think people got the wrong end of the stick. Oh my god, I would never do something like that, right? He was in there helping me be sick. And I was being sick and this black stuff's coming up and even he was like, oh, that is not looking good. Anyway, I'm quite a tripper with being sick. Like, I can just Get it out and get on with it. So I went back out and then apparently I was like, "Give me a kiss." the was like, "Megan, he's not kissing you. Just get, you've been black sick everywhere. You've got it all over your mouth." Blah blah blah. Anyway, I thought the black sick was quite funny. So we get a taxi home. Me and my boyfriend and we get a McDonald's or we. Oh no, I made the driver drive to McDonald's and it was shut. How devastating is that? You know, drunk. On your way home, buzzing for a McDonald's, twenty chicken nuggets come my way, and it's shut. But anyway, my boyfriend's an absolute darling. He just would not stop. If if his missus wants McDonald's, he's getting her a McDonald's. So he Uber eats a McDonald's, and that's arriving like as we get home. So I eat my McDonald's. I think I fall asleep for a while. Back up again. Back with this black sick. So we're in my flat. I'm I'm been. Black sick all night. Like, this is not stopping, right? Hours and hours it lasted. I couldn't sleep. My head was banging, but I couldn't, like, even sip water to take paracetamol. It was just... It was it was a nightmare of a night. It was a living nightmare. It was really, really bad. Anyway, in the morning, I make a TikTok and I say my usual, like, I'm never drinking again. I was like, I was sick. All this black stuff, like, I need to pack it in. So, again, I'm still thinking that black stuff was just, like, funny. Like, I was just obviously overindulging in the alcohol which i absolutely was and I, I have admitted that to anyone who i've spoke to about it so i just don't think it's something to be concerned about people are commenting on my tiktok like not to worry you babe but like i think you should get that checked out like that's actually like quite worrying then one of nadine's friends who's actually a nurse like she is a professional nurse messaged nadine like I should really tell Megan to go to a or at least phone her GP like that that is really concerning so little miss health anxiety over here actually let me rephrase that little miss recovered health anxiety because I would say my health anxiety has vanished into the air it's literally evaporated it's been amazing I love that for me but old feelings were creeping up when people were saying these stuff. I was like, fuck, 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 right, okay, that's is bad. I started Googling it. You know, Google was saying, like, it's internal bleeding and all this. It was, like, really, really concerning stuff. So I phoned the doctor. This By the time I'd reached this conclusion and all these messages were flooding in, it was, it was now um, Tuesday morning. So I phoned the doctors and... You know what it's like getting a doctor's appointment these days? But well, my GP, anyway, you could be like, my toe's falling off, and they're like, okay, just come in November uh, 2053, please. Um, so I was fully expecting not to get an appointment anytime soon. So I was like, I was sick of this black stuff. It did go on for hours. <coughs> Sorry, I've got such a dry throat. It's hard to put a podcast Anyway, I was like, I, I was sick like, of all this black stuff. People have said it's quite concerning. The doctor's like, can you come here immediately? And I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I have a wee meeting at 10 so I could come after that. And he's like, no, like, come here, like, now. And I was like, right. Well, he's obviously really concerned. When have you ever been told to get to the GP with immediate effect? I have not. And I used to phone the GP like, every two working days and I have never had that answer. So I was like, that is utterly terrifying. So I'm trying my eyes out onto the GP, like... Is he about to tell me I'm going to die? What is going on? So he takes my blood and he's examining me. And then eventually he was like, but you actually look much better than I thought. I was like, okay, I'll give that kind of compliment. But he actually meant like, if the things like, so basically, sorry, long story cut short. If you're sick black, it can be a sign of liver failure. And he was saying, if your liver was failing, you probably would look much more unwell, like you actually look really normal. So I was like, right, okay. So then after this horrifically scary morning, he said to me, I don't actually think it's anything to do with your liver. I think you've got this thing called uh, gastro something, which basically means your tummy's bleeding. Which obviously isn't great, you know, we'd we'd rather our tummies don't bleed. But because I was just being really busy, really hectic, drinking a lot of alcohol for like weeks just because of different events and different things going on in my life. He was like, it's probably your tummy's way of saying, like, give it a rest, right? Let it rest. And that was, that was in fact the case. I got my blood results back and my liver is still here, serving me well and what i have learned is take it easy maybe i've not really followed suit with that but it it was a good shock to have because it made me realize i was doing too much next up was rollercoaster live rollercoaster live so if you're listening and you were at rollercoaster live let me just say the biggest thank you ever like Oh my God, rollercoastering live will go down in history. It's been one of the best nights of my life. Like I actually can't believe how just so happy and like elated and how buzzing I was. Like I've never felt like that in my life and I probably won't feel like it ever again unless I do another show, which I do want to do. Not anytime soon, it'll probably be next year. But (laughs) babes, if you think I'm only doing that one night, uh -uh -uh, I'm chasing that feeling again. That was so fun. It was absolutely surreal from start to finish. Uh, setting up was pretty stressful. Won't get into details. Um, but it was so surreal. Like when the night actually started and when you guys all showed up and everyone was seated, like the crowd, you guys, um, you guys are the crowd you guys were so amazing like I mean like hyping me up everyone was just smiling at me and people were laughing when I probably wasn't even saying anything that funny everyone was just being in such a good mood like everyone was having a wee drink like enjoying the party it was just so crazy like I just can't believe That I was able to do that. Like, I can't believe that I have a wee podcast and enough people listen to it and people enjoy it enough to actually go and see a live version of it. Like, when you actually think about that, that is so crazy. Absolutely mental stuff. It was just phenomenal. I had the time of my life and I can't thank anyone who came enough. It was just so, so fun. And I can't wait till I can like watch it back a wee bit again. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but yeah, roller coaster next time, roller coaster live. We're taking the hydro baby and cutting on. Imagine that. That'd be really cool. And last but certainly not least, I went to Italy. So I'm actually just back from Italy three days ago. Went to Italy for one week. My big cousin Amy was getting married in Italy. And I was a bridesmaid at that as well. I know, a little bit popular in the bridesmaids. But I went to Italy with my family and my boyfriend came. I was definitely quite nervous about that because, like, how intense, like, going on holiday with your family. I mean, I've not been on holiday with my family since I was 17. So it's not like that's a regular thing. I'm bringing your boyfriend. It's just was like, I don't know, for me, that's kind of scary vibes, but it was perfect My boyfriend is just a gem. He's just, like, such an angel. Love him. His name's Pav, by the way. I've never said his name on a podcast. His name is Pav. Pav is a wee angel. He is just, like, everything you could want in a boyfriend. In a boyfriend. Like, I actually mean that with my heart. Like, even over this period, like, and it's been happening, like, just seeing how much he supports me and he's there for me, I just can't fault the boy your girl is in love with him so yeah i went um to italy with my family with pav had an amazing time the wedding was crazy it was generally something off the kardashians i swear to god never seen anything like this it was absolutely crazy uh but yeah fantastic time made amazing memories it was so nice as well like being with my big cousin and, like, being on holiday. Like, my family have never really done stuff like that. And I loved it. I'd love to do it again. Just had the most amazing time. So that's where I've been. And that is you caught up with everything I have been up to and why I've been missing. And that probably doesn't sound like enough to have been missing, but... And amongst that, we've been filming the TV show and just doing lots of work. And, uh, you know, it's just been a very chaotic time of life. But I have had a wonderful two months broken foot and all I've had a really great time and I just feel like a really good spot with like I'm settled into my flat I'm in such a happy relationship like I've got all my best friends around me work is good like I've had some amazing moments in my career like Roller and live like just in a really really good spot and I'm so happy to get back into somewhat of a routine and be back here with weekly episodes. I have lots of good topics I want to do. Um, so stay tuned for all of them. And thank you so much for all of your continued support my coaster riders. I'm sorry for taking such a break. I hope you understand. And I just can't wait to chat to you every single week and have lots of fun. I've missed you and I love you all so much. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's